Hello, and welcome to the first astrology Bible study. (laughs) I didn't know how I wanted to word it, but this particular podcast, I'm moving forward. For those who hadn't listened to my previous podcast, is for um, Bible study and astrology. It's for those of us who believe in God, um, but yet have left the church and we're finding our own spiritual paths. And typically it is very uh, hard to separate religion from spirituality because of guilt and condemnation and all of the scriptures that pastors have indoctrinated us with. Um, I'm here to tell you that it is okay to embrace your spiritual gifts and walk your own paths. As a matter of fact, I've come to notice, um, particularly in the year 2021, that people were leaving the church in droves and they are not returning. I spoke with very briefly this woman. Um, She was in her 60s and God brought her out of the church. And she said that she was in church, you know, all her life and she didn't know anything about her spiritual gifts and um, what she was supposed to be doing in life. And she was in a new place and she wasn't sure if it was the right decision because of everything that she had been indoctrinated with. So she was on her own spiritual journey and releasing the guilt of, you know, this is of the devil. You're not really hearing from God. and You know, I shall not seek omens and so forth and so on. She was coming to learn that um, it was all a farce, right? So my purpose is to help those whoever crossed this podcast. As I've always said, I don't network this podcast. I believe that whoever finds it, it is not a coincidence. It was meant to be. And whatever particular podcast you're listening to, there's a message in it for you. So um, I just want people to let go of that guilt, let go of the fear, the worry and the the anxieties about the tarot cards and your crystals and your your singing bowls, whatever it is that you have. Um, God does not have an issue with these things. He has an issue with people worshiping these things and relying on these things. And I'm going to do a podcast talking about um, this particular subject, that God does not have an issue, whether it's your natal chart, whether you have candles, you have crystals, you have tarot cards, you have your singing bowls, whatever it is, God does not have an issue with it. Some of us have certain alignments in our natal chart where we don't need to use any tools at all because um, of our connection 
that we have to God, to the universe, or to ancestors. And that's another podcast that I want to do. I'm going to be talking to you guys about finding your spiritual gifts in the natal chart. And I'm going to go through Neptune um, through all 12 houses. And I think this is a really good topic because right now we have Jupiter, Neptune, and the moon all conjunct in Pisces. Um, This is like spiritual gifts manifested 2.0 or 10.0. This is like amazing. I know I've been having prophetic dreams. I've been having more downloads. I've been getting revelation of the interpretation of the dreams. I've been getting cryptocurrency um, investments or and stock investments. And I've even gotten some revelation about Andrew Cuomo, which blew my mind. <laughs> And the reason why I got this um, information about Andrew Cuomo is because he has something to do with the Bitcoin crash. So when you guys see this Bitcoin crash, you're going to see Andrew Cuomo um, affiliated with it. Okay. If you want to know anything about that, just look for the podcast titled Um, the cryptocurrency crash. All right. So let us get into our Bible study. That's all I wanted to share um, for the announcements. So this Bible study is titled Moses and Mercury. Now, Mercury is the planet of communication. It's how we receive information, how we communicate with other people. It's our understanding. It's how we learn. Um, It's how we talk. Um, It's emails. It's text messages. It's mails, the postal service. But it's a whole lot of things. But we're just focusing on Mercury in the form of communication. Now, I'm going to use myself as an example. In my natal chart, My Mercury is sextile my Venus, which gives me a very pleasant speaking voice and people feel comfortable listening to me. Some people say my voice is so soothing, I could read anything to them and it would just put them asleep. I think that's cute. So that's just an example of Mercury's communication style in your natal chart, right? So let us get into it. Moses and Mercury. Our first scripture comes from out of Exodus uh, chapter 10, chapter 4, excuse me, verse 10 through 12. And it reads, Moses said to the Lord, please, I'm not a good speaker. I've never been a good speaker, and I'm not now, even though you've spoken to me. I speak slowly, and I become tongue-tied easily. The Lord asked him, who gave humans their mouths? Who makes humans unable to talk or hear? 
Who gives them sight or makes them blind? It is I, the Lord. Now go, and I will help you speak, and I will teach you what to say. We can see Moses here is saying to God that he is not one that is well-spoken. He speaks slowly, and he gets tongue-tied. Typically, when we see Mercury in a negative aspect to Saturn in the natal chart, this indicates a person speaking slowly. So you can take a look at your own personal natal chart and see if your Mercury is in a negative aspect to Saturn. In this passage, Moses was telling God that he had a speech impediment. But God already knew about it, and he still gave Moses instructions to use his voice. God had more faith in Moses than Moses had in himself. God created Moses just the way he wanted him to be. Speech impediment, flaws and all. You have to know that in your own personal life, whether you speak slow, you get tongue-tied, or you have a speech impediment, God is well aware of how he created you, and God will still use you. Don't be so hard on yourself. You can embrace your spiritual gifts and be rewarded for it, okay? Our next Bible verse is Numbers 12, chapter, I'm sorry, Numbers chapter 12, verse 2 through 3. They ask, did the Lord speak only through Moses? Didn't he also speak through us? The Lord heard their complaint. And verse 3 says, Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on earth. As you read further along, you'll see God speaking to Aaron and Miriam, telling them that he treats Moses a certain way, plainly and not in riddles, letting them both know he has heard what they were saying about Moses and God didn't like it. The Bible says God was angry with them and left. Now, when I read Numbers chapter 12, Miriam was complaining about Moses behind Moses' back to Aaron. And it wasn't like, in my own personal humble opinion, that Miriam was saying anything negative about Moses. Miriam didn't say, I hope Moses' rod snapping too. I hope a rock rolled down a mountain and bust Moses upside the head. No, she didn't say that. She didn't say, I hope the river close up on him as he's passing through it with Egypt. She didn't say, I hope Moses drowned while he's out there on the boat 
trying to fish. She didn't say any of those things. What she was saying was that she hears from God as well, just as Moses hears from God. Miriam was saying to Aaron, Moses was not the only one in all of the land that hears from God. Moses was not the only prophet. But God had heard what Miriam was saying behind his friend Moses' back. And God did not like it. When I read further along, God was saying to Moses, well, Moses went to God and was pretty much like, God, what's going on? I see Miriam was struck with leprosy and she was asking for my forgiveness and to seek you so that you can remove this leprosy from off of skin. Well, what happened? Because I don't know nothing about it. And God was like, pretty much, I'm not removing that leprosy from her because you're my friend. I treat you a certain way. I speak to you differently from how I speak to everybody else. Yes, they're a prophet. Yes, you are a prophet, but you're my friend. And I care about your reputation. I don't like for anybody to speak badly about you behind your back, Moses. The way she spoke was like she didn't have no respect or no fear, no reverential fear of me and what I might do to her because she was talking about you behind your back. That's equivalent to a child spitting in a parent's face. If you go into the Bible, Numbers chapter 12, and you read it in the message version, it literally says what Miriam did was equivalent to a child spitting in a parent's face. And God had walked away from Moses. And Moses was like, I don't I can't help you, bro. Don't do it again. Don't be talking about me again. And, and God won't slap you. He won't give you no spiritual slaps. <laughs> this passage teaches us that even if we're hard on ourselves, even if we lack belief in our own abilities, or whatever it may be, that God will always be protective over us. He will always be protective over his friends. This passage also teaches us that God will treat you a certain way. God will protect your reputation. God will make himself known to you. And God will speak to you in dreams. Our last scripture for our Bible study comes from out of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 5 through 6. This passage is speaking about Paul the Apostle talking to the church of Corinth. He was using his life to lead by example. Verse 5 reads, I have considered 
excuse me, that I have not in a single thing proved inferior to your superfine apostles. But even if I am unskilled in speech, I certainly am not in knowledge. But in every way we manifested it to you in all things. Verse 6 in the King James Version says, But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge. The Amplified Version reads as, But even if I am unskilled in speaking, yet I am not untrained in knowledge. I know what I am talking about. In Exodus 4, Moses said the same thing about himself. And so we can see that Moses and the Apostle Paul were both saying and admitting that they were unskilled in speaking. But yet, God still used them. The message in this podcast is to you is to be encouraged. Whether you like the sound of your voice or not, whether you have a speech impediment or not, whether you speak slowly or not, whether you feel fearful about speaking publicly or not, God has created you exactly how he wanted you to be. You listening into this podcast at this very moment for Bible study is no coincidence. God knows you by your name. He has made himself known to you. He is protective about your reputation. God is using you to fulfill your own purpose. And all you need to do is go towards your north node and your natal chart. And with that being said, let the church say amen. And amen. Moses said Mercury was really good for me when I did this Bible study because I learned things about God that I hadn't known. When I looked at Exodus 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, Numbers chapter 12, and Exodus, well, I said Exodus, but Exodus 4. I read all of them in the message version and multiple different versions so that I can get a clearer understanding of communication styles as it was written in the Bible. So I want you to take out your natal chart and look for your mercury in your natal chart. 
Joe Biden is a good example that I like to use because Joe Biden has a speech impediment. And when I looked at his natal chart, his Mercury would square his Chiron. Perhaps Moses had that same aspect in his natal chart. We never know. All we do know is that Moses was aware of his speech impediment and how he spoke slowly and got tongue-tied. When we look at Joe Biden and we pay attention to how he speaks, he does the same thing as Joe Biden. Um, I'm sorry, as Moses. He gets tongue-tied. He speaks slowly. He has a speech impediment. So Mercury square Chiron is a way to look for uh, any type of speech speaking impairment in the natal chart. You can also look for Mercury in a negative aspect to Saturn. This is a person that speaks slowly. Mercury sextile trine or conjunct your Venus gives a very pleasant speaking voice or singing voice for that matter. You can look for your Mercury conjunct Neptune. That's also an indicator of um, a speech impairment. Um, if you have Gemini in your 12th house, that's also an indicator of a speech impairment. I don't even want to call it an impairment. I want to call it a blessing. Okay. All right, you guys. So I thank you for spending less than a half an hour with me. during my first podcast, Astrology Bible Study. Uh, super excited about this. So for um, some announcements, as I went over in the first podcast, um, I do want to do another podcast, taking you th- through all 12 houses with Neptune. I want to talk to you about how to find your spiritual gifts um, in your natal chart. And I also want to delve a little bit deeper into um, astrology literally being in the Bible. Um, I think that's going to be a Bible study, but we're going to, I'm going to touch on some really good topics. This is really good for, again, those of us who left the church. We have zero intentions on returning back to church. We refuse to leave God, and we're also embracing our spiritual gifts, okay? I don't want you to feel guilty or bad or like you're going to go to hell or you're going to send somebody else to hell um, because you know, your ancestors is directing you to Santeria or elemental magic or tarot cards or um, I think it's called cowrie shells. I don't want you to feel bad about that. (laughs) There's a lot of scriptures in the Bible that talks about these things, but the leaders of the church had never 
show that to us. Um, it is not their responsibility to teach us what we need to know. It is now on us to take accountability for our own knowledge, wisdom, understanding, uh, information, and our own spiritual gifts, okay? Um, yeah, this is going to be good. That one in particular will most likely be an hour long. So I definitely want you to have your, your notepads ready, pen and your notepad, and um, be in a quiet space because <laughs> it's going to be good. All right, you guys. So until my next podcast, I bid you all farewell. Shalom.